Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's streaming it. Well, the good news is you can get hooked because the first two seasons you're listening to the shitlocks podcast your guide to a more stylish life welcome to the shitlocks team podcast with me charlotte collins this week i'm joined by heather Steele, harriet russell and patricia Fidoya. welcome everyone Hi. we were just talking it's very very wet today and we were talking about the repercussions on our hair two things for those who are watching a Please check out Heather's beautiful natural curls. <laughs> but I just have to apologise that I'm wearing the same jacket as last week because I intended to take it off, but it's really quite chilly. Yeah. It's a great it's jacket. It's a great jacket. It's Thanks a good jacket. Thanks. Um, your hair looks so... I'm so jealous. That is your natural wave. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah it's been misted five mm. times with rain, but I did have to sort of smooth it down with wet hands when I got in. But yeah, I, I think when you've got curly hair, it's kind... You can kind of... Handle a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, we were saying a tiny, yeah. curly knot. Yeah. What was your word? Fluffy. fluffy. Yeah. Mine's so fluffy. I mean, if I brushed it now, it would be like a big triangle. Mm, yeah. but... Oh my gosh, my fiance always says that I look, you know, like in Wallace and Gromit? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh, whenever I leave my hair dry, <laughs> naturally sends me that face. So I'm like, leave me alone. Oh, I so, was going to say the old twins in The Simpsons. What are yeah. they called? Velma yeah, and Velma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not you, but like, that's what my sort of <laughs> reference it. point is. Lou always says it's her Hermione Granger hair. Yeah, I say Hermione Granger. Yeah. Yeah. What's your hair like naturally? Hermione Granger. <laughs> that, that is the word I use to people, but I have I just have such a technique with it these days, which do? is well, when in doubt, when I've done nothing to it, I've got a bun in, which mm. I think I wore for the best part of two years. You very rarely wear your hair down. I think I've seen your hair down like twice ever. Well, to work right mm. at the end of last year, I started to wear it down much Good. more. Mm. So much so that everyone said something to me, I think, <laughs> which is how unusual it is. How long is your hair? It's really long, I can see. Where does it come to? If it was down now... To cover your nipples. Um, I always think that's the measure of yeah. long hair. Probably yeah. below. Probably near my belly button. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. It's very, very long. Um, oh, but only because I'm lazy and I know we're going to cut. Yeah. Um, the thing is, every time I go, I want mine to be really, really long again. But um, every time I go, I'm just the trim. They take so much yeah, off every time. So they're just kind of always at the same length. No, you've got to find the right hairdresser who listens to you. So mm. I'm having mine cut on Saturday. And I'm thinking about having these bits, these front bits, yeah. just a little bit shorter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like... Like, I love what Polly's done with this kind of long fringe. Yeah. Not like that, because I wear my hair slicked back so Yeah, often. yeah. Like, you still to, need to be able to do that. It still needs to go that. into the bun. But I feel like I've got, like, when I wear my hair straight like this, there's just no framing on my face, and there's just these yeah, really long... Yeah, you need a few... Yeah. 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 Some layers. Yeah. yeah. That'll look nice. So nice. I'm actually so... Yeah, I know you really? What's your top hair care tip, then? What do you do to keep yours tame? So... It's a lot of work. <laughs> I So I straightened my hair for years and years and years, and then I went, like, very much on the natural hair mm. hype. And then I got over that. And so naturally, mm. what does it look like? Is it's it really okay. And so yeah. I wear like honestly for yeah for about two years. Mm. I just wore it straight back. Yeah, true. yeah I think about you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. With you guys, I mean, it, it started like in the that. pandemic because yeah, I just couldn't yeah. be bothered to go through my whole hair care yeah. routine yeah. for no one <laughs> to see. <laughs> 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 it's very chic. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's lucky. And often when my hair's in a bun, in real life, I think it looks really greasy. But then on Zoom, no one can see that. So it was the pandemic. Yeah, but yeah, now I'm 
kind of back into straightening it, which I probably need to stop because I want it to be nice and healthy for the wedding. But yes. yeah, it's a long, it's a long process. I try not to add much heat in between washes. Mm, okay. So like I washed it last night, so it looks quite good today. How and often then it'll, like every five days. So yeah, no, I'm the yeah. same though. You have very dry hair. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm. this, it just... Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, but that means that you don't have to wash it every. I know we are lucky. Hours. <laughs> um, wedding year. I know. That's so exciting. I can't we're, we're in January. The wedding is August. five months and one week. Oh no, June. June. Seventeenth oh, of June. Okay, that's. I feel like that's when the countdown really, really begins. I feel very stressed. Do you? It was like we hit the six month mark, yeah. and now I'm like, oh my god, and it is also that point, like. To be fair, it's partly our fault. We haven't, we've done save the dates. We haven't had invites out yet. Okay. So we're at that point where everyone's like, where are we staying? What are all the details? Lots of, lots of questions. Mm. And I'm like, leave me alone. But invites will be out soon. Okay. And then it's just, you've got a all website. Things. I feel like it's yes. all of those. So that's literally what we did last night. Okay, good. And that will make a big difference. Yeah. That stops the questions. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm so excited. Oh. And the dress journey is underway. It is. I've actually got a fitting on Thursday. That's I'm very really exciting. Excited. Yeah. Well, we're excited for the content. Don't worry. When's your hen? Uh, it is in May. It's the early May bank holiday, I think. Yeah, all these bank holidays. Yeah. Like, what will you be doing? Do you know? Any we're going days? abroad, mm-hmm. but I don't know where. And the wedding's in Italy? The weddings are here in Herefordshire. Sorry, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Weddings oh, so fucking chill out about where they're staying. Yeah, they got yeah I know. I'm like, you're not coming yeah. that far. Yeah, my sister's planning the hen. I'm very excited. Oh. It'll be my first, like, trip away since having a child. So I'm really yes. very, like, you're very excited. You're ready. Oh. And, um, well, I've got several questions. A, have you started buying outfits for your hen slash in and around the wedding? I am thinking about okay. them. I haven't bought anything yet, but I feel like I need to. Because I'm very conscious of not wanting to leave it too close mm. and then getting stuff that like everyone's wearing. Yeah, but so you do also need to wait for the summer stuff to come in. Exactly. So it's a bit of a bit of a balance. I think I'm gonna rent a few things as well. Damn right. So great. Yeah. And Ottilie, your little girl is turning one she this is. week. What's her, what are you gonna put her in? I am really struggling with that if I'm honest. Because I find the kids stuff. It is it's obviously all very cute, but like I want her to look quite cool on the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um she's gonna be a little flower girl, she's gonna have a little mm-hmm. flower crown, it'll be very cute. But yeah, I don't know. I think I might hunt around sort of like vestiaire and stuff. I feel like that might be the place to find yeah, something yeah. quite cool for a little girl for a wedding. I don't want it to be like over the top flouncy, but I want it to be cute. Oh. There we go, Harry. That's a feature idea. We've done lots of where to rent wedding things before, yeah. but we haven't done like if you want to make your wedding fashion yeah. more sustainable. Sustainable, second hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially for kids stuff because they're really not going to wear that no. again. I mean, it's not. Yeah, because it's so like what are the chances? I mean, hopefully, I won't have another child that needs to fit into a flower dress. We <laughs> 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 might have someone else's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday the 10th of January, (laughs) which means that it is the day where the the most anticipated book of a decade has been released. This is Prince Harry's book, Spare. It's come out today. So naturally, none of us read it, unless you... I mean, we all saw the extracts last week that leaked through the Spanish media. But I just thought we couldn't... We couldn't have a podcast go out this week without just reflecting on it a little bit. We know that everybody's heard quite a lot of conversation around it so we'll keep it brief but I mean Harriet you've got such Sorry, a face <laughs> face is so bad I mean Harriet what is your what is your I was going to say it's, it's not an initial or a knee jerk reaction you know after weeks of exposure to yeah. Harry's interviews and uh, you know extracts from the book how what is your feeling towards him bored to death I just don't care and I sort of feel like at least now the conversation is becoming a bit more nuanced. I think when they first left or announced their exit, I know that everyone has feelings about that term, but there was, you know, a lot of 
the public were sort of behind them and saying, you know, it's fine that they want to try and achieve financial independence, good for them if they're not happy, if they think privacy is an issue at home with the press, then fine. This isn't privacy. And this is selling your family's dirty laundry for mm. millions. I'm sorry, that that is just what yeah. it is. You know, his book yeah. advance was 20 million. Did you yeah. know that? No. Which, um, and apparently 10% of that was donated to his charity. It's like, what about the other 18? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I actually found parts of the Netflix documentary more interesting, if anyone's watched I've that. that. I haven't watched it. Um, not the personal stuff, which is a similar sort of like tirade, to be honest, um, which is all very dull. Um, but the they brought on Afwa Hirsch and then this a couple of other sort of racism experts to talk through mm. the press's treatment of Megan mm-hmm. and how it did do this, well, not even switch really, because mm. from the beginning, some of them were really out to get her from a racist point of view. And then Afwa Hirsch particularly talks very eloquently about racism in this country and the problem that it poses. And I thought those bits were excellent. I was mm. like, we need these, this lot to yeah. do a racism yeah, documentary yeah. for the BBC. Mm. You know, that's, that's, that's valuable. Yeah. But, you know, the whole, my brother broke my necklace thing. I mean, give it a rest. <laughs> Exchange, they call each other Willie and Harold. Yes, sarcastically. That's the biggest takeaway. I so agree. I I really loved what that day when that story broke. Um, that was a teaser from the book that on Twitter it was trending, like people saying like way worse things that their siblings have done. I have like literal scars on my body from my sisters. And what am I gonna do? Try and get a book advance for 20 years. All siblings fight. All siblings don't like each other's partners sometimes. You know, it all happens to us. But the problem is when you're bleating this from a 20 million pound 11 bathroom position, Mm -hmm. it doesn't engender a huge amount of sympathy. And of course, it's what he says. Every story has two sides, but we're not allowed to hear the other side because the royals don't have that freedom. But I also just like, I was saying, I was thinking this earlier, like, yeah, there are elements of this entire story that I do have compassion for yeah, and whatever. And, and then there are bits that I'm like, okay, pipe down. But like, also, can we put things in perspective? Yes, yes. well, that's there the point. Are yeah. so many things going on in the world mm. right now that frankly, I don't really care. Mm. And going on in our country, like I know obviously yes. there's still plenty of media Massive. attention, you know, going on the strikes, going on, you know, the nurses, the railways, like, but but not enough because so much of our time and attention is being mm. taken Every away. Every time I open my phone, it's like another story. And I'm like, I literally, I'm sorry, but I don't have the capacity for it. By, by, and also at this stage, it is, as you say, there, there are really valuable takeaways yeah. and important topics in this wider story but at the moment we're just talking about family it's a so yeah. popular about family yeah. and we've all got family so your story's not that interesting yeah. to me to yeah. be honest if I was Megan I'd also be a bit annoyed because that, like, the, that like, doesn't come out of it very well. she, yeah, she doesn't but also those you know like that Afwa Hirsch discourse very important yeah. and like I you know I don't I don't particularly love or hate Megan but it's also kind of beside the point mm. there are elements of that that I think are very important yeah. to highlight like, in mm. this country however we seem to have moved on from that quite yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Totally right. Why are we talking, talking about the... the fact that Camilla turned his bedroom into a dressing room? I don't... It's like, what? <laughs> I <laughs> one redecorated my bedroom three weeks after I moved oh, out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> if I try to leave so much as an earring, it's like, get, <laughs> get out. out. Get out. Oh, darling, your earring... It's still here, sweetheart. Can, yeah. you, come, can you get it? One of my best childhood <laughs> friends, his mother changed the locks. Yeah, oh my God. I have a good relationship. That is hilarious. The day he graduated, she changed the locks. This made me realise that that happened to my house too, but I think I might have a key. 
I just say yeah. That is not quite the same. Write a book. If you don't write a book, I'm going to write an expose on the Collins house of bloody hell. Heather, you're kind of nodding along in agreement. Yeah, I think I just find the whole thing really sad. Like you know, the coronation's coming up. It's a bank holiday, so fun for us. And you know, we like a bit of pomp with you know, even with him and Meghan's wedding. Everyone got really behind it and loved watching it. And it just feels a bit sad that it's sort of overshadowing all of that side of things. And you know. Like with the Queen's funeral, it was amazing to watch and see them all come together. So mm. it just feels quite sad to me, I suppose, to like Taste know it. that actually he's probably not going to be part of the coronation. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just even more of a black cloud over the family because, I mean, they're already probably trying to battle yeah. their relevancy with the public. And I think this isn't doing anyone any favours. I'd love to go to what end as well. They're like, what, what is he hoping comes from there? So agree. Mm. What's the point? If, if you oh, want yeah. to, if you want to create real institutional change, if he really feels like there should be, you know, a change in the monarchy and wants to work towards that, then again, noble fight, fine, yeah. go ahead. Mm. But the, the whining about past family things that are really just domestic dramas. Yeah. Just, on that, I think we should stop talking about yeah. it because, as we say, it, far more important things to be focusing on. <laughs> we're going to talk about what we've been watching instead. Much more important. <laughs> yeah. um, what have you guys been watching, Megan and Harry Dock aside? Yeah, let's not talk about, let's that. about that. Anything good, Patricia? <laughs> oh, cheer what? I feel like not enough people are talking about this show, probably because White Lotus, which I need to watch. Mm-hmm. Yes, but have you guys heard of Yellowstone? I want yeah. to watch it, but I can't be bothered to buy Paramount yeah. Plus because I've got it. too many it's streaming services. Well, the good news is you can get hooked because the first two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the good news is you're just going to keep spending yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> not good for me because then I have someone to talk to you about it. So the first two seasons are on Prime, um, and then honestly, by that point, you're like Paramount, take my money. It okay. is <laughs> so good. So it's about. <laughs> It Cowboys. is it's like Cowboys and Indians okay, right. kind of story. Okay. It's obviously Yellowstone. It's like based in Yellowstone Park yeah. area. It's not like Succession, but I'm obsessed with Succession, as I think lots of people are. Yeah. And it's that type of like big family, like dominant family energy. So it's like the Yellowstone Dutton Ranch is like one family, and they're also like you know in the government in Montana and everything. Also, like I just desperately want to go to Montana oh, now. Me too. Yeah, it's incredible. Such a place for me, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those shows. I always think a good sign of a show is when they just kill big people off really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Okay, no one ever did that before Game of Thrones, yeah. and then the Red Wedding happened. Or no, I mean the first well, series. Yeah. No spoilers, but first season, and you are like, oh whoa, the stakes yeah. have changed. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. You didn't like it when they did it to Big. <laughs> no, that is a whole other. That's a whole other matter. I'm not going to go into. Correct, I did not. It was too far down the line. Anyway, yeah, I did not like that. Um, but no, really, honestly, so good. Like we're on season five. And I'm not wavering. Wow, how many it are there? It is, I think, currently five. I think so, yeah. yeah um, it's so good. It's, like, quite harrowing at points. Yeah. Um, quite sad at points. It's just, like, a really good drama. Oh, it's amazing. Great. Okay. Watch it. Are not there, like, prequels and things being made? Oh, really? It's, like, Yellowstone 1886 or something. Oh, my goodness. Well, I wouldn't be surprised because they do a lot of flashbacks. When's so it set? The characters. Now. Oh, right, it is modern. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, it's modern. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, they're all just amazing. Like, the main girl, the daughter of the family, is, like, just you know she's a lot okay. and like very scary but also okay. like big energy okay cool. you've convinced like, me yeah me too I think in the prequel it's Faith Hill and to, uh, what's her 
husband tim mcgraw mcgraw uh, thank you i was gonna say i was oh, like racking my brain i was like what's uh nicole kidman's <laughs> yes. husband called yeah not Kidman. 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 Yeah, Kidman. Not different person. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah i think it's tim mcgraw and faith hill play cool. um, possibly these ancestors yeah. I, don't know. I love when married couples play married couples yeah. on tv and have you seen them <laughs> matthew mcfadden and keely hawes yeah. are playing so he is um in succession he's what's his tom. face he is tom in succession and he's married to keely hawes in case you didn't know that because i love that fact so much yeah. i feel like most people do know that there we go i know he's british and yeah, anyway, they're playing husband and wife in something mm. about... It's a true story about so a now, politician... It's a bit like the Profumeur affair. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but it's a politician who faked his own death. Yeah. Oh, Back in good. the 70s, you know, it looks so good. So, there is so much good stuff yeah. at the moment. We were... Because I'm very into Yellowstone, I, I don't have time for much mm. else. But scrolling through Netflix the other day, and there's all these, like, limited series. Like, yeah. the Madoff one. Yeah. Mm. There's the PepsiCo thing. Yes, and yeah. I would say the FIFA one I haven't watched yet. And, and people oh, yeah. rave about yeah. the FIFA one. I need to watch that, yeah. And the so tennis one's coming out. I was going to say, the tennis one's out this week. Yeah. There's lots of good telly, which is good. The tennis one, for, for a bit of context, is basically like the like Drive to Survive, but for tennis. It's called Breakpoint. Yeah. Amazing. I think that'll be a big chat over here. Harriet, anything to recommend? I mean, the main thing that stuck out to me over the Christmas break was the menu. It's interesting because it's the same team behind Succession. Adam McKay, Will Ferrell and someone else. That that team of producers, anyway, have produced this. And I definitely, I don't know if you did, Heather, but I definitely see like Succession vibes Mm. in it. Mm -hmm. It's not about family. It's not about family drama. It's completely different, right? Completely different. Um, The basic synopsis is... Anya Taylor-Joy and Nicholas Holt play what you assume at the beginning to be a normal kind of new-ish couple and to impress her, presumably, he has booked tickets to this dining experience, which is very exclusive Michelin star on this private island. And you basically have to be invited to go and then you have to pay $1,200 for the pleasure. And they get there, Ray Fiennes plays chef and basically the minute they get there, they realise not everything is as it seems. And I can't really say more than I mean, that. It's, it's a horror yeah. film, right? Like, if you've seen the trailer, you know that it's about... Yeah. They're, they're like, we're going to die tonight. That's yeah, in the trailer. Yeah, but what makes it so unique is that it's horror blended with comedy mm-hmm. in a way that I've never seen. What's it on? It was a film. It came out on Disney+. Oh, is it now on Disney+. It is in some cinemas, although the showings are fairly few and far between. But if you have Disney+, Plus, it's on there, which is very strange. It's not a Disney film. Yeah, Disney+, Plus adopts some really random things, I'd say. But I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. Okay, good. There's, I was reading about there being a real trend for foodie yeah. content, like the, for foodie series like that. We finished The Bear um, oh, over Christmas, bear. which was just one of the best things yeah. we watched last year, which I think I spoke about on the podcast, but it's also on Disney Plus mm-hmm. yeah. and is a series about, um, about a really intense kitchen. And equally, they're making a Boiling Point 2, I yeah, think, right? Are. Which yeah. again, is, again, kind of set the precedent for that yeah. kind of one shot. It's going to be a series instead of a Sorry, t- that's right. Instead of a film. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So there's this whole like, a kind of microscope on these really intense yeah. I mean I guess it's such good there's such an easy kind of fodder for storytelling that like really intense yeah. kitchen environment yeah. and kind of what it does to people and I mean the yeah. menu is a send up like yeah. it's so good yeah it's not to be around the bush but okay. I, I don't know about you but I think it's based on Dan Barber oh do you think yeah I this is not to slate Dan Barber. <laughs> he has a restaurant called Blue Hill, um, which there are two now. There's one in Manhattan Central and then there's one in upstate New York. And the upstate New York is like very much a destination. Okay. It's experience. episode two on Chef's Table. Chef's Table if on you Netflix. Want to yes. watch yeah. okay. If you want to thing. cross-reference. <laughs> yeah. um, 
And he obviously has a very particular approach to food, as most Michelin style chefs, I would say, do. So I don't know how much of it okay. is based I mean, it's on a bit him. Of it, but... isn't there? There's a bit of Noma in there. There's a bit of French laundry. Wait, Noma's closing. Wow, <laughs> shit. I want you to go to Noma so badly. Yeah. You haven't been, have you? No, no, no. Mm. I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's one of those things where it's like yeah. a holiday almost. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, yeah. that comes instead of a holiday. We were just saying this year, actually, my other half is a big foodie. And I was like, you know what we need to start doing mm. is that, like setting... Like we do with holiday, yeah. set goals of restaurants. Yeah, you almost, you always need to yeah. book it and then book your trip around yeah. it. But um, yeah. it's just really like I don't know about Noma, but um, the fat duck you now have to pay in advance, and there's no cancellation, and it's yeah. three seven five ahead, and it's like well, yeah, quite a lot to be late. They do that a lot of those big ones yeah. do, but especially when they're small. Like if you cancel, yeah. they can't fill. Mm. Yeah. lose money yeah. agreed blah, blah, blah. depressing um, I feel yeah. like Heather we've had quite a lot of chat over the last few days about new restaurants opening in the UK in London over this year I'm going to put you on the spot I know, like, <laughs> sorry <laughs> <that> shit. No. <laughs> what's open that is great or what are you excited for that's to come let's just honestly like every, every time we do a new restaurants roundup people are like oh should we do another one we didn't we do one really recently I'm like yes but there's still more and more opening <laughs> no there's lots of really cool things opening one I'm excited about is A-Cub which is A-K-U-B which is a Palestinian restaurant that's opening that looks amazing that's opening next week um, there's Jacuzzi that's opening which is the new one from the sort of Big Mama group so that's going to be their biggest one yet I think quite a few of us from the office are going next Wednesday to have a look at it um, yeah there's loads of, I don't know just honestly loads like loads of pubs getting refurbished and reopening mm. It's like nice gastro pubs all over the place. There's just lots going on. That's I went to um, Straker's oh, over yes. Christmas, which so, I don't know if you guys follow Thomas Straker, but he um, is a chef who, I mean, he, he's kind of worked the circuit in, in London. He worked at Heston by uh, yeah. dinner by Heston um, for a few years and he's opened his restaurant Straker's, but he basically gained like enorm- an enormous Instagram following over lockdown. He makes, he does this kind of butter series and he makes oh, all these different flavoured butters yeah. and he's got nearly a million Instagram followers now and, um, yeah, having started on, I think, like, 800 before the pandemic. Anyway, so he's, he's really huge, and he's opened this restaurant, Straker's, in Notting Hill. And the food is excellent, like, really, really good. When I say the service was 40 towers bad, it was, oh, like, no. it was comical. <laughs> like, the whole thing was literally, like, watching... It was like the play that goes wrong. Oh. Every it became it was like lots quite couplely, like lots of tables of of twos, and like every single couple got the wrong food. Every oh, single dish shit. came to the wrong people. Every bill, the drinks came late. Like, and he was there just having a cig, natting to his really? friends. Really, oh, classic. Real shame. Real shame. Yeah. Oh, that's such an annoying thing because yeah. I think you can go somewhere and the food's like okay yeah but if the service is amazing and you feel really well looked after you can get away with anything pretty much uh but if it's the other way around it kind of leaves a bad taste the food was good enough that we will go back yeah but i'm gonna go back with like time to spare (laughs) to be fair around the time you went i imagine like there was lots of staff illnesses restaurants are still sort of struggling to recruit post-pandemic post-brexit and everything not to forgive everyone but you know (laughs) It's tough out there There's, for restaurants. For so sure. Hopefully it will improve. Exactly. <laughs> Can I recommend the Claridge's documentary? Oh, yes. Called The Mayfair Hotel Mega Bills. <laughs> Quite the name. Um, it's on BBC Two. It's a three-part series. The first two have come out. Um, and it is basically about how Claridge's have, over the last seven years, down five, up two, um, to build a spa, a gym, and then some whacking great penthouse on the roof that's got a lake in it and costs 100 grand a night. 
that's all over the that's, that's what we're keeping told on the documentary. <laughs> anyway, there's a little bit of lovely fluff about Claridge's because obviously, you know, they want to make it nice to watch. But it's mostly about the feat of engineering that is taking a piece of, you know, prime property. They wanted to keep the hotel open for the entire duration of the works. Obviously, the pandemic stopped that happening, but it also stopped the work happening mm. as well. So that pause aside, they wanted to keep the hotel completely running, completely functioning whilst drilling five stories down, uh, you know, on this kind of key piece of Mayfair real estate. And it's just, I guess if you're, I was going to say if you're into how things are made, but like, I'm actually not even that. Lou and I always joke, like, she's always like, fat, we will go past night. She'll be like, oh, how, that's so interesting. I wonder how they did that. I'm like, I, don't, I literally don't care. Like, I do not care. <laughs> but this is so fascinating mm. because they basically excavated all the land under Claridge's by hand, five stories worth mm. by hand, because the foundations are kind of, you know, they have to. And so it's about how they prop up the existing building, how they relieve the sound. Um, and then obviously they needed to put a crane uh, kind of in the surrounding area to build up, but they can't put a crane on the roads of Mayfair for two yeah. years. So they excavated the middle of Claridge's, airlifted a crane through the building. Oh. I mean, it's who the hell what knew there was a crane <laughs> in the middle of Claridge's for two years? I didn't Absolutely notice that, incredible. did I, you guys? Also having what so my background is working in hotels. So... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. From that perspective, yes. I'm like, how? To keep it open and do That's all of that is insane. Absolutely insane. And they basically took out a lift shaft in order to do it. I'm, I'm giving away loads, but anyway, but there's loads more. But, but this is what I remember. They took out a lift shaft. And so all the staff, it was an internal lift, like a room service lift. So all the staff basically have to use this one little pokey lift for like however many years while they have this crane going up and down. Anyway, it is wild. It is so Incredible. fascinating. There's loads of setbacks along the way, including the pandemic. There was a lovely, I actually welled up a bit watching the second episode last night. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Claridge's let loads of, NHF, NHS yeah. frontline oh, yeah, workers mm. stay there during the pandemic and god it really took me yeah. they were doing the clap for the NHS outside and I was like oh forgot about that mm. anyway so that's really that's there's a kind of moment in timeness there and there's lots of kind of disasters along the way there's a big flood at a certain point which sets them back quite a long way um anyway I've been reliably informed the end of the third episode is fabulous 
haven't seen it yet but various i really recommend it as you say if you're just interested at all in how things get done it is it is really fascinating um also episode one there is a a very brief glimpse of me georgie and rich is there (laughs) there is and that shows you how long they've been going for because that was pre-pandemic and they, anyway, wow. they've been filming it for years. I remember them wow. filming when we went to the Christmas tree unveiling. Oh, yeah. Um, when it was Christian Le Bouton uh, did the train. Do you remember he did that fabulous train? Yeah. Anyway, we're there. You can see our faces. <laughs> <laughs> go, go watch it just for that alone. We thought we'd talk about some things we've read. Harriet, you had something fab. This was in The Independent and it was Trends for 2023, which sounds quite basic, but I just really loved what they had included because it was quite not SL in the sense that it wasn't like fashion trends or beauty trends or home trends. It was like literal kind of like life trends. Mm-hmm. Zeitgeists. Yeah, zeitgeist. Mm. Great word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the first one, of course, piqued my interest because it had the words goblin mode. We're going back to goblin mode. Do you know about goblin mode? Um, I heard them talking about it on My Therapist Goes To Me, but I didn't really get what it is. Harriet can surmise. <laughs> Basically, it's when you really lean into a life of like slovenly existence. Oh, so, you know that. the buns we were talking about earlier on lockdown? Mm. That. I mean, I still like to think my bun isn't goblin. But <laughs> not this bun. <laughs> a lockdown bun. <laughs> Throw a pair of earrings on, it's fine. Um... But yeah, goblin mode is essentially you stop washing your hair, you don't put any makeup on, you live like a slob, you don't clean your house, etc. And... But it can be for mode, it implies like a period of time. Yeah. Like you have a oh, weekend yeah, yeah. of goblin mode and yeah, then you yeah, emerge. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like a lifestyle Full choice. Time. <laughs> <laughs> We're not recommending that. However, according to the independent, goblin mode will be dumped for the term soft life in 2023. And basically they're saying um, goblin mode served as an antithesis to perfectionism, which I thought was quite interesting because yeah. it was a term that was levied at women quite mm-hmm. a lot and although I think at the time I took that quite negatively and a bit like an, an offence I think actually there's a lot of pressure put on women to mm. be perfect so maybe it's got more positive connotations than I first thought well maybe we've reclaimed goblin yes. yeah we've taken it back mm. um, however it says soft life will be known as a lifestyle free of stress might sound completely unattainable on paper but it's about being soft with your actions and intentions Things like meal prep will become cool. Staying in on a Friday night will be a triumph. Organising your cupboards, cupboards won't be sad or excessive. It's the height of glamour. Okay. Well, that's pretty interesting. I feel like that comes on from quiet quitting as well, which has been another mm-hmm. trend that a lot of people which have been is talking about. I only heard about yesterday. Yes, Ooh. big thing. Do you want big to... Thing. <laughs> You're quite good at explaining things. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw that one over to you? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> quiet quitting is essentially like you don't actually quit your job or any of your responsibilities. Yeah. But it's like you take a step back from trying to be the person who's like always front and center, like, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. And then basically getting zero recognition for it. And instead you sort of say, I'm going to put myself first and my own needs first. And I'm going to essentially like retreat. Basically just do, Irish, well, sorry, sorry, just do your actual back. job. <laughs> bare minimum. Yeah, yeah, it's an Irish accent, but from life. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like just do your job description and that's it. Don't yeah. do any late nights, any extra yeah. stuff. But it can apply not just to work, right? Yeah, but it, can, sure. it can be, you can quiet quit a relationship or you can, you can just basically stop making the effort. I mean, the only thing I see where that's not working is being a parent of young children. Yeah, yeah. Yes. you don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think that's an option. No, no. I, don't, I think I'd struggle to quiet. Yeah. Yes. Unless you want to be very, I'd recommend it. No, I was going to say, it sounds a bit neglectful, so maybe don't. As usual, mothers yeah. get the above end of the yeah. there. Um, yes. Um, anyway, anyway, so this feels to me like a kind of extension of that, like, let's just, like, all go a bit easier on ourselves, mm. prioritise self, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think it's definitely a post-pandemic reaction as well, isn't yeah. it? Where we try and hold on to some of those things that lockdown taught us yeah. all about. Hmm. I just, living. do you know what, this past weekend, I we finished the weekend and I turned to my other half and I was like, as a goal for this year, can we do more of that? Oh, like, great. We did, did nothing. very little. Mm. We, like cleaned a bit we went for a walk we went out for a coffee we took possibly swimming 
and like, I finished the weekend and I was like, oh my gosh. Because he rested. So I feel so relaxed. Yeah. And like, I was having a little bit of the January blues and I came out of it being like, now I feel chill now. And That's I just really want nice. more of that because like, I'm all for going out and doing all the stuff, but I just get exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And also you, you get exhausted. The burnout comes when you don't prioritize all of those things. Yeah, Because course. then your week, beca- your week kind of spirals and you're like, oh, I don't have food to eat and I'm out yeah. every night. And like, you know, so yeah. you can't protect the fundamentals like getting up, going to work, having a busy day. Yeah. If you haven't done mm. the prep and done the kind yeah. of soft, well, those soft bits and yeah, around. Yeah, soft mm. Yeah. Can I say something really interesting though? I felt like, I I really loved working from home kind of like when it happened and obviously like I really love having a balance I would never choose to work from home five days a week but no. last week because the floor in the office is being replaced we started the, the year working from home and I and every day I was thinking this is so lovely I love that I don't have to commute and I love that I've got all this food readily accessible but I was really down I felt really mm. down all of last week and we came back into the office yesterday I literally feel like a new person. I yeah. need the like, I don't know if, and it doesn't, it's not a kind of hangover from COVID. It's not a kind of trauma from COVID. It wasn't like, God, this was like lockdown. Yeah. I just like need the human interaction a lot more yeah. than I thought Maybe. I did, I think. People will you've always, always meet people. Yeah, yeah, and you've always said that about being in the office, to be fair. Yes, I have. Um, I agree. I like the balance. Mm. Um, there are definitely some weeks where we get to a Wednesday and I'm like, oh, thank God for that. Totally. Mm. Um, or I just need to get my head down on something and I think, right, no one's going to ask me or drag me into a meeting room mm. or whatever. Um, but if we were doing it five days a week, 365 days yeah. a year, I would yeah, I'd very over. quickly yeah. get pretty depressed. But then I live on my own, so that is another True. you know thing. But um, actually, maybe that's it because actually, my, my husband was at work all week last yeah. week. I mean, you had, had, Emma, we were together. You had a touch of my lockdown. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, yeah, of course it um, is. Yeah. yeah, not the funnest. No. Um, but also, people are different. Um, I always say there's always a discussion about introvert versus extrovert, but I don't think that's particularly nuanced. Mm. I think the more interesting conversation is whether you get energy from people or whether being with people drains you of energy. And I would actually say that being with people drains me of energy. Mm. But I like that balance of then I go home and that's where my batteries recharge. Yeah. You Whereas, don't mind the draining. No, always. I don't yeah. mind it at all. It's not It's not that I'm an introverted person or antisocial. Mm. I'm more than happy to go to dinners and parties and everything, but I do need the 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, I really relate to that actually. Whereas yeah. my sister, mm. for example, if she spends, or my mum even, if they spend a lot of time on their own, they get very, very depressed quite quickly. Yeah. And it's because they need the stimulation, their energy levels. It's like their battery is replaced by being with people. Yeah. It's like their yeah. energy goes up again. And then when they're on their own, they sort of start to decompress and then it goes up again. I don't know about you, I find that that human interaction quite addictive. Like I, I kind of relate to you and like an, to what you're saying in kind of an abstract way. But I, I really notice about myself that if I have a day, a particularly interactive day yeah. where I'm with, in meetings all day and I'm with people, I can't, I'll get in the car or something and I'm like, right, who can I call? And I'm like, oh, what should I do tonight? Well, I, I find yeah. it really hard to it's go from true. the 100 to the zero mm. of like, okay, now it's time to be quiet. I agree, but important. this is why I started walking home. So I only live in Wonsworth, which is literally two and a half miles in that direction it's quite a long walk in, in a it's grim january walk, yeah but the bus takes an hour so mm. i'm like really i should get the exercise so and i did it again for the first time last night back on the horse and for me that is it's been game changing yeah. because yeah, i have an difference. hour where and i put my phone in my bag so i put a you podcast on mm. i don't look at emails on the way home or anything and it's like it's an hour if people need me they'll phone me of course, yeah. and if not i'm sure it can wait till i'm home yeah and that hour is just literally like my most precious mm, hour of the yeah, day. I'm like that with the dog walk. Yeah. And I think it is because I'm either at work or at home looking after a one-year-old. Mm. And it's just like, go, 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 which I love, but I do need to just... So when I have like time to just go out with a dog and like, yeah, put in a podcast mm. and not talk to anybody, I, like... 
Yeah, I've actually started walking without a podcast with the dog. Sometimes it depends on my yeah. mood, but I actually find that that's the only time you get. I don't, I don't like silence piece. in the house, so I always got the radio or TV yeah. or something on and or music, whatever. And yeah, I go and it's like, wow, it's just me and my yeah. the dog and the thoughts. It's really nice. Heather, where do you stand on the? socializing introvert extrovert scale yeah, I, I think what we're doing right now is perfect for mm. me so three days in the office because i do think because we do so much writing mm. me and harriet you do need those days where you haven't got distractions so last week i was the same as you i wasn't low but i was definitely like looking forward to coming mm. back into the office but i just got so much done because yeah. i was literally just like which was a great way to start the year but it was also nice knowing that on monday we're all going to come in and do stuff like this so yeah i think a bit of both yeah a bit of both i think i always think i want a weekend just me doing nothing but then as soon as it gets to like sunday morning i'm like who can i call who can i meet for coffee so i always think i want a bit more time to myself than i do but balance is good yeah soft living but soft living next on the list I don't know what these are. Someone's going to have to explain. I don't know what shag bands are. Okay. I don't know what shag bands are. Shag bands make a comeback. Those little plastic thin yeah. ones. Rubber bands that you wear on your wrist. No. Rubber, but they were made oh, out of plastic. rubber bracelets. But no, it's the ones made... you built, right? You'd like plait them. Oh, like a Scooby. A Sco- oh my God, a Scooby. No. <laughs> I was obsessed. I don't know what Scoobies are, but shag bands were like, yeah, these plastic, brightly coloured things. You might, maybe you're just like I'm gonna a Google. couple of years. It's so really really young. Young. But we had them, basically everyone used to wear them in the 90s. And then if somebody broke them, it meant you had to shag them. Oh, yeah, you said this in the playground when you were like seven. Oh, yeah. So obviously <laughs> not. I honestly have not seen those in I like, remember this. I can forever. smell them in my yeah, head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some people have them all the way up their arms. Arms, like loads of it's them. Like yes. parents into a moral panic yeah, in two thousand and nine because they were called shag bands when you were talking about them when you were like six, seven, eight in the playground. Not <laughs> yeah, obviously well, yeah, knowing. Not this okay. was a Scooby. Do you remember those? I know. Like, yeah. so oh my god, I got so obsessed. No. Then you could talk sort of like level up in the intricacy. <laughs> yeah, of oh, yeah. Level up. Yeah, because <laughs> basically they were pieces of plastic that, and there was like a method for weaving them together yeah. to make. No, these. they were after my you time. Instagram and Netflix hadn't been invented yet. Oh my gosh, I know, but I miss those days. I might get some scuba. That's why people are knitting. Yeah. yeah, I thought you might find this interesting. I want to know what shag bands yeah. are. Yeah, what? Yeah, they say it's a um, it's a follow on from the dopamine dressing trend, oh. and that it's linked to that okay. and the art of dressing to boost your mood. Think neon ju- neon jumpers, the shade of stabilo. Is that how you say it? Stabilo yeah, highlighters. The, the highlighters yeah. yeah, funky jewelry will be seen a lot this year. Layering and mismatching outfits too. DIY beaded and reworked pieces will certainly be seen more. Yeah, I mean, when I think yeah. of dopamine jewelry i think of like roxanne Rock, yeah that's, so like yeah. i think there's a chicer way to do i'm like here for that not really here for shag bands yeah Agreed. that seems a very <laughs> niche way to describe mm. the trend affordable way to do very, don't mean yeah. dressing bad. <laughs> another sold. fashion one crocs mm. are out ballet pumps are in oh no thing is i just think that if you it totally it comes down to personal preference yeah. but i i just think it's more a chunky shoe is more flattering yeah. on most legs than yeah. a ballet flat it's just because flats do not look good I on me in any so guys bad no. in a flat. what's weird about a ballet flat i find is when i look down i think yeah that looks that looks yeah, so nice. really yeah. and then it's the front on you catch yourself in like a window or a mirror oh, or something yeah. and you think oh my yeah, god yeah your calves look the same size as your thighs <laughs> yeah. or mine yeah, anyway yeah there's no breaking it for no. me as well like, I, I i do i see the girls wearing them and i'm like yeah you know the chanel's back and i'm here for mm. it but then there's something about when i try and style them that it just i feel quite like a kid yeah. mm. and it just like especially i guess 
if it's like on a naked leg, mm. then it all feels a little bit naked. It's schoolgirl mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. very cool. But you can girl. wear a black ballet pump with like what you're wearing now. Yeah. I think you need something really cool. Like that's that awesome. I think so. Yeah, like I don't know if you guys follow Sarah Louise Blythe, but I feel like she nails it. Like okay. she does the okay. sort of like quite, yeah, like baggy, you know, ray jeans okay. with a Chanel ballet flat and it, it really works. works. But I haven't found okay. my, I haven't found my mm. I just stick to my chunkies. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Men will shamelessly embrace manicures. I've got a husband who's been doing that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for that. There should so be he went and got his free manicure from it's Vice Culture. Damn right. There should Damn be right. absolutely no shame. No shame. Around no. men taking care no. of the way they look. Agree. Uh, Barbie core will be replaced by trendy gym wear. It's coming back. Because the Barbie films coming out this year, so if the Margot Robbie ones, if yeah. anything, you'd think Barbie Core you, might continue. They do reference that in here, and I think what they're saying is it's basically going to be a more nuanced version of Barbie Core in that it's going to be hot pink lycra leggings, oh. multicolored leotards, and headbands. Oh, yeah, it's more like Call on Me. Think Jane Fonda without <laughs> with the workout video attire. I, I would say that Barbie Core really came from Valentino, but then just got the name Barbie yeah, Core. Yeah. I don't think that's what they were going No, I'm not sure that's exactly. Whereas then for like with the when I think of Barbie, I do think of the lycra and the rollerblades, yeah, and the yeah. Miami vibes. Yeah, the boob obsession is going nowhere. Um, side boob, apparently, as opposed to who's, under... who's boob obsession? Like, <laughs> the, the fashion, fashion, the fashion world okay. obsession with boobs. Under boob, under boob is out. Side boob is in. Okay, okay. that's good news. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Relationship wise, there are two more. Um, situationship will be killed off. Unbothered dating habits will flourish. What does that mean? Yeah, was, so it says that basically ever since the pandemic, the dating scene has been dominated by comfort blanket <laughs> relationships in which no one wants to put much of a label on things, a situation ship, oh, if you will. Um, finally, 2023 will put an end to all this. Next year, single people will finally say enough is enough to ill-defined romances and declare themselves happy and unbothered. I was going to say, yeah. I'm afraid three of us can't speak for that, but yeah. 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 I totally. you've, been, you've been happy and unbothered for a while. Well, this is interesting though. So telling people you're focusing on yourself right now will no longer be presumed as lazy, read sad and tragic, <laughs> but rather a revolutionary act. Okay. Finally, <laughs> I've been banging this drum for like three years. Yeah, you go girl. You I never thought you were sad and tragic, Harriet. No, no, of course you guys didn't. <laughs> but I would be, you know, I tell it endlessly, it's so boring, but I feel like the number of, particularly with older people, number of dinners or like yeah. family things I'd go to and they'd be like, so boyfriend? Mm. And I'd be like, no, and they'd be like, literally this look of panic would cross their mm. face as if to say like, okay, what the hell do I say now? <laughs> because I think what they want me to do is like fill the silence with a reason. Mm. No, I've got three feet. Yeah. So that's, you know, like something easy where they yeah. can be like, yeah, that's oh, okay. never going to happen right. for her. Yeah. But really, when I just say no, not at the moment, they're like, oh shit. Do they like, end up saying, oh, don't worry, you'll meet someone? Is that, yeah. the, is that the default? Um, no, there, I get a lot like, why do you think that is? Oh my Which is like, oh, that's horrible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I think they mean it from like a good place, mm. as in they must think I'm like gorgeous and attractive and really clever. Must do, yeah. And, like, yes, it's true, so, they can't find a reason. Yeah, yeah. they're so puzzled by this. Mm. I don't understand how this is possible. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a very like, ooh horrible thing to be in a situation yeah, with because you're like I don't know either <laughs> it's I, almost like if someone came to one of us and said so why do you think your partner likes you yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be the flip yeah, side yeah. Yeah. So you managed to get someone to marry you yes, exactly. yeah. 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 how did you do that yeah. oh, it's, it's a very like backward yeah. kind of questioning yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway they've quoted a relationship expert here who's the founder of a dating app and she says basically everything's going to shift away from traditional notions of settling down at an early age I know that's something that you get 
ask quite a lot, don't you? Because you and Toes have been together for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But you're not married. No, and, like, no that children. That puddles a lot of people. Yeah, but, you know, everyone does things in their exactly. own time. Yeah, but then, exactly. but it, I think it's because I'm the oldest in my family and I'm the mm. only one who's not married with kids. So it's like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, get a, year, you get away with it when there are other people with kids. Oh, in the yeah, I yeah. think the pressure would be on Definitely. otherwise. Mm. But this year, people will prioritise less conventional relationship ar- arrangements and begin to think more carefully about what they actually want yeah. from love. Great. There we nice. go. Like that. So that's a good one. Um, intentional celibacy is the other <laughs> yeah. relationship thing, which I feel ties in quite nicely. But um, My best friend and I always call it um, celibate by default. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember happened. Um, I had an emergency surgery a couple of years ago, so it was all a bit like a oh, stressy situation. But I remember like basically lying on the deathbed and the paramedics or whoever were saying to me, they were like, is there any chance you could be pregnant? <laughs> and I just remember like literally I'd been throwing up for like hours. It turned out I had to have my gallbladder out. Ooh. So I was lying there like on the edge of death and I'm saying to this girl, is there any chance you could be pregnant? And I just looked at her like through this haze, I was able to cut through and be like, Chance would be a fine thing. (laughs) (laughs) Immaculate conception. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, great. Lots of lovely trends. Yeah, love those. Patricia, on the fashion front, what are you looking forward to wearing this year? I embraced colour more last year. And I feel myself like shrinking back mm. into into the black. It's so, it's it's so rainy and grey. Mm. Yeah. Um, but You're I'm excited. Step out today in future. Aren't no, you? Oh, well, exactly. But we should. Um, <laughs> we I'm should. A vague but... yellow to try and be I'm cheery. Very cheery. But I'm up for mm, more of that. I'm up yeah. for more colour again this year. Mm. I don't know. I'm excited to like dress more. You know, like not just. I do love leaning towards like my jeans, and my jumpers. I love it still, but I'm excited to like just dress up a bit more. You know, like wear some slip skirts and heel boots, and wear a dress and a jacket, or like whatever it is. Mm. It's just a little bit love, like a little elevated. bit, yeah, hmm. a bit elevated. I'm more excited for more of that. Person. What about you, Charlotte? Oh, what am I excited for? Um, yeah, I feel the same. I feel the same. I was saying um, to someone yesterday that I've had this real. I just really want to wear. Not heels to the office, but you know, I look at so many of my outfits and I want to wear my boots and I want to wear my yeah. heels, but like I have quite a long commute and it just really isn't feasible. Mm. So my new plan is, uh, not today because it's chucking down, I just want it to be warm, but <laughs> my new plan is comfy shoes, elevated, yeah. everything else. That mm-hmm. I just think that's the only way I can say you do yeah. it. Like I'm in spring, I might be able to bring shoes you know like the shoes you're wearing today harry i like yeah. more of that with me but Brought i'm just a bag, I would exactly for those listening harry's wearing some lovely sling bags um but i um yeah so it comes from, but i'm not going to take my like my long boots and a bag to work so mm. for now it's comfy footwear elevated everything else yeah. suits blazers that mm. kind of thing and that's yeah, that's gonna that. have to be my mo for fashion let's answer some questions i'm going to just answer one very quickly somebody has said a cashmere dressing gown ideally under 140 pounds don't know about a cashmere one but there is one in david gandhi's wellwear collection which is like it's kind of like it's almost like a sweatshirt dressing gown but it's like one of the comfiest things i've ever touched so buy that someone has said advice slash tips for moving home heather you moved not that long ago a couple of years ago what's your advice Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Because Georgina, she'd be better placed for this. So I sit next to her. She's just moved and it sounds like it's been, you know, well, oh, not traumatic, but, you know, just a lot sort of going work, on. Yeah. I think we were quite lucky in the sense that we were just in a tiny studio flat beforehand. So we didn't actually have that much stuff to transport compared to others. But oh, it's hard, isn't it? I guess just trying to be as organised as possible and just like book your movers as soon as you can like organize if you need boxes and all those sorts of things book in the cleaners to 
clean the old place, mm-hmm. you know, before, but just all those little things. And I guess like sorting out the internet as far in advance as you can, like it's all the obvious stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. No, just I didn't make obvious, like yeah. a massive list of like every sort of thing that you need to organize because mm-hmm. it's just also like so get rid much. of stuff on the beginning end. Yes. 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 We got Such so lazy. And I, at the end, I was like, I can't be bothered with this. And we were just like packing yeah. everything. Yeah. And then at the other end, I was like, no, I have to get rid of all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is undoubtedly still in my house. Well, it does So it hangs around for like three years. We yeah. used a company when we moved called man with a trash van I don't know exactly. Google, there's loads of services like this and oh, they basically come to your house and they take away all your junk so oh, instead yeah, of you I having to go to the skip not yeah. everyone has a car no. not everyone, you know you have to pay to go to the skip anyway it's not super cheap but I think we pay something like £100 yeah. for someone to just come and take away and we literally you don't have to organise it you just like it was in a pile in the middle yeah. of the room and they just came and took it all away yeah, which nice. is very helpy you know they recycle what needs to be recycled they look after it but you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And I think if you're moving... So much nicer at so the other end as well. Yeah. Like, New space and yeah. like clean start. Exactly. Yeah. I've thought of something else. Have a box that you take round before you go with all your stuff with like coffee, kettle, mm. tea, Essential. two wine glasses or however many you mm, need, yeah. a bottle of something, Toothbrush. celebratory, <laughs> all the fun stuff just to have in the kitchen so that if you do go round... You've got yes. all those things to sort of celebrate before I remember Georgie telling else me shows up. this tip as well, which has always stuck with me, which is leave a bottle of champagne in the fridge for whoever's moving into your house. Oh, that's, that's a classy touch. touch. Oh, I was in rentals before. <laughs> yeah, yeah Georgie's very generous. <laughs> like, you just get nicked by the I thought you were going to say, because this is another tip that Georgie always gives, is replace your toilet seats. Go on with new toilet seats. If you're oh, moving to your house, yeah. which is such a good point. Georgina mm. said that once, and I'd already been in the flat for like oh, 18 no. months. Like, oh, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> and actually, I remember when Becky moved house um, towards the end of last year. She also they they didn't get cleaners booked, and they thought they could do it themselves. Oh, and yeah. actually, it was just. Do you know what? Unfortunately, it's an expensive endeavor, and you sometimes just have to you know do suck what you can, suck it up, yeah. and just, just those things to get it fitting like a home. I would always mm. do that now because in rentals, I always used to spend like weekends cleaning mm, them too. all. Like literally, sometimes my mum would come and help. Yeah. And like she does not shirk, <laughs> and they'd still be like trying to get money. Like, oh, oh this awful. wasn't clean, yeah. this wasn't clean. Like it now, I've learned to just like yeah. leave it to the professionals. Totally You've got it. the receipt, and then you'll in the long term keep more of your cash. I think that's exactly right. Good tips. Um, all right, thanks so much, everyone. Lovely to have you. Um, thanks all. If you have any feedback, please do email podcast at shillax.com. We loved hearing from you. Don't forget to look out for the question box on social every week, and please also rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.